and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. Oh, doggy. Uh, this, I've done a lot of recording today already. Did you do TTR? I did. What'd you do it on? Uh, I did it on, well, one, the first segment, I recapped the the Washington primary. Okay. Um, and then I then I talked about like... civics? Yeah, um, because I had talked, I previewed it. On my before my last episode, okay. which aired right before it, okay, and then this one is a ways afterwards. Sure, but this is the my next episode. Yeah, so I talked about it and talked about how the need for the two parties, the moderate, like the moderates, mm-hmm. moderate Republicans, the Jamie Herrera vo- voters, to form a coalition with the Democrats, put our petty policy differences aside, mm-hmm. and vote Democrat yeah. in this election because it's very important that yeah. we defeat the ever-present threat of, as Biden rightfully puts it, the semi-fascist movement in Ooh, our country. He said that? Yeah. Oh, damn. When does that air? Uh, it airs tomorrow at noon. Where? Uh, well, you can... I usually listen online uh, just X-ray by going app. to x-ray.fm. Mm-hmm. You can, there's, a, there's a live play button right there. You can listen through your browser. Uh, you can also tune in to, I think it's 99.9, mm-hmm. which is KXRW's FM. What time? Air, noon? noon tomorrow. Noon tomorrow. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, yeah, then the second the second and third segments were about um, kind of, uh, I, I talked about the evolution of evolution of politics okay and the and how um event how democracy is the best form of government for i well one i define politics as the mechanism in which a society picks winners and losers okay and then i started with hunter-gatherer societies oh god that's and then like... the development of leadership yes okay and then all, and then the evolution all the way to um representative republics holy which, crap like our own which try to answer that question of how to compensate the losers make sure the losers in any political transaction Mm -hmm. have agency so there is long-term cooperation and long-term buy-in because the losers in any in any given transaction because politics is transactional there's always going to be a winner and a loser shortening that uh spectrum Mm -hmm. of winners of being zero sum that any winner is going to get 100 percent of the spoils and the loser gets zero Zero. making sure there's equity in that system Mm -hmm. in a representative republic uh, does a does the best job of making sure there's agency. That's second um, second segment. Mm, oh. uh, second and third. Second segments. and third. Mm-hmm. Dang. I mean, that sounds like not even enough time to get. No, it's all not. It's a yeah. complete like very quick. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, that sounds fun, dude. Um, I got some things to talk about. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Because uh, I felt like there was nothing to talk about. You reminded me of one thing, but then I was just like, I've been taking the bus to work. Mm. I've never taken the bus to work. How is that? I like it. Do you? I like it. A lot of people say they like it. So I will say that I have to get up early mm-hmm. to get there. Yeah. By I get there. I want my start time. I want to be at seven mm-hmm. so that I can leave at three thirty. Sure. That's what I want in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get home until four thirty, but it's still like because I got to walk down to the bus stop, mm-hmm. wait for the bus, get on the bus, takes through, time through traffic. But For sure. Jen was like, I can already see a difference when you get home when you take the bus. And I'm like, that's interesting. Hmm. And I think it's because of me not stressing, like, getting home and, like, driving. Even from the courthouse, Mm -hmm. which is 12 minutes from here. Yeah. I would still come home just, like, amped up. Like, there's no time Mm. for me to relax first. Sure. So then when I get here... 
I have a 13 year old who's mm-hmm. like, hey dad, hey dad, hey dad, <laughs> and I'm like, just, just give me a second, please. Well, now mm-hmm. I just chill on the bus. Yeah. I'm researching some things to talk about with you, and oh, over here, okay, cool. Just hop in my car, drive home. Nice. Where do you, at, do you get on at the mall? Fisher's Landing. Fisher's Landing. Yeah. Uh, which is like eight minutes from here. Okay. So um, I enjoy it. Um, I think I will enjoy it a lot more when it's only three days a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we'll get to that. I have some things I want to talk about okay. with that. But you were a good friend. I try to be. And you took me and Cheyenne hiking. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it. No, you didn't. I know you didn't want to do it. <laughs> and why is that, Jake? It was early as shit. Time wasn't, Jake. Uh, well, I picked you up at four. I literally, I joked earlier that I'm still and hungover. I, and I wasn't that. even, and I wasn't even late. No, you were right on time. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's gonna be late, so I got some time to chill. Right there, I'm like, shit, Jake's here. Um, I told you jokingly that I was hungover still from that getting up at three in the morning, but. I, if it was three days ago or two days ago, I probably wouldn't be joking. I, I was catching up, dude. It was mm-hmm. hurting. I was hurting a little bit. I missed my haircut that day. Wow. And had to go yesterday or Monday. Um, but it was, I don't know. It, Cheyenne and I have really just been going out, just her and I, mm. hiking and spending time together. And, um, you know, like I said, shifting how I do things and approach sure. fatherhood. And so her and I have just been getting out and just... While we're out there, we're busting our ass, but we're also talking things, mm-hmm. talking through things, talking about things. Um, and we got to do that with you. And we saw a freaking fox. Mm-hmm. I liked seeing the little um, grouse, mm. you know, flying around. There was something else. Oh, yeah. we Well, we didn't see it, but we it was I'm pretty sure it was like about ninety nine point nine percent sure it was a bear. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was weird. <laughs> so I had heard like, it. Like we weren't even that far off of like the road, no. or like the, the we weren't that far off the parking lot. But we were the first ones through there, really. Mm-hmm. So and it was super early in the morning, so that makes sense. And There's there were a ton of berries, ton there. of berries that were growing. Yeah, um, huckleberry patches all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I was heard trailing. it, and I was like, "What is that?" And then you stopped and said, "You didn't say shit. You just looked at me, and I was like, uh huh." And I was like, what is that? <laughs> and Cheyenne was like, what? What is that? What is that? We're like, nothing. Let's just keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I heard it. I heard it early. And I was yeah. just like, God, just let's, let's just keep walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try to get through here without being overly uh, loud or yeah. overly like tense because mm-hmm. you want to keep your wits about you just right. in case. But black bear are so, so like non-aggressive, mm-hmm. especially if they don't have any cubs and mm. they don't have any cubs right now with, that would be with them. Mm. So like chilling, he, he was just getting breakfast. He was just eating and happy as a yeah. clam because yeah, I, I could see him shaking the tree. Yeah. Um, and he was just, he, yeah. he was just hanging out yeah. and he was go- long gone by the time we came back. Yeah, through, which is so. awesome. Mm-hmm. But got some drone footage, posted it on the Instagram. You took some pictures, had Cheyenne take pictures with your camera, which was just like top tier uncle moves, dude. Just killing <laughs> it. Just killing it. Well, I was glad I was, I have a, I mean, I have a, a spare camera, so mm-hmm. I brought it along with her and put it all in auto mode. And mm-hmm. it was just like, Hey, just, uh, here's your. 
here's like I have here's to give this. You that card just back, just by the push way. a button, yeah, and uh, you're good to go. And I gave her a couple pointers on how to frame things. I'm like leading lines, mm-hmm. and I'm like mm-hmm. so just and so she seemed like she was having a lot of fun. She with was stoked and w- couldn't wait to get here and show Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, man, it was early, but it was gorgeous. Like you couldn't. It didn't matter what time it was because what the experience was you can't put a price on that Mm-mm. whether that's time or money yeah it was it was awesome yeah i mean that place can get pretty popular especially this time of year when it's yeah. warm so getting there early being able to experience that sunrise in that place without having a bunch of people around mm-hmm. is such is so it's it's really nice we didn't get there at dark we got there as it was like mm-hmm. getting lighter um, but being on that dock where mm-hmm. we were as the sun is coming up over onto that mm-hmm. lake, over those hills is just absolutely yeah. incredible. We it missed that by, awesome. we missed that by a little bit, but it was, uh, it was, it was gorgeous. It yeah. was, it was gorgeous. And like, you were like, Oh, the fog, I promise this is like normally a good view. And it's like, there was a moment when we, we, we took a break before we had mm-hmm. walked back and this is me doing my outdoor therapy which is exactly what you told me i needed you're like you're always saying you need this you're coming with me dude let's mm-hmm. like let's go so i've been trying to find more opportunities to be grounded whether that's no shoes on no socks on feel the earth right mm-hmm. so i sat down and then cheyenne sat down with me and then i was like hey like put your hand on the ground like feel it feel the earth she's like it's wet i'm like exactly that's the, just the cycle of nature right that feels nice and then i laid back and she laid down with me and you're with Bo snacking and it was just like it was so zen just mm-hmm. feeling it just in the zone. Yeah, I'm glad. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad you guys were able to come. Yeah, glad Cheyenne was Thank able to. Thank you for I, I did driving. Not, of course. I mean, I love taking us. I love driving. That's my favorite. That's what probably my favorite place in the entire world yeah. is. Is uh, Lewitt and then Coldwater Lake. Yeah. Um, cold I mean, water. I don't mind people knowing about it because it's super high traffic. Is it cold anyway? Huh? Is it cold? Um, it's. No, no more than normal. It, it's all it's complete glacier runoff. Oh, so it is pretty. Yeah. I mean, it is colder than most other lakes. Yeah. Even this time of year, okay. it's pretty cold. Um, hiking up into those upper upper hills, mm-hmm. like when I did that back in May, when there was still um, snow melt, mm-hmm. and seeing all of the all of those ravines that kind of cut down. I don't mm-hmm. know if you could see the the fog was so heavy you can't see them, but there's all of these ravines that glacier runoff comes through there. So it's cool being up Uh, on the glade, like on the glaciers as water is rushing back down through it. It's it's really gorgeous. That is cool. Getting up above there. But that's a, that's, that is a heavy, that's a heavy hike up on that. For sure. Um, So what I'll say is, is normally like it's, it's getting over that hump, right? mm -hmm. Of just like, fuck, I don't want to get up that early and Mm -hmm. do it. Well, now I've done it once. Yeah. So if I got nothing else to do, I don't see why I couldn't go with you and do it again. Of course you can. I mean, you can always come with if me. If I'm ever invited. Back. Oh, you're, of course you're invited. <laughs> the, uh, um, the first, yeah, there's, there's always two humps. The first is, um, the first hump is getting up in the morning, yeah. getting yourself into the car. Yeah. The second is the first mile. The first mile of any hike is always the hardest. Oh yeah. I mean, going out on the lake, mm-hmm. it felt like forever. Yeah felt like we were never going to stop mm-hmm. the way back was a breeze yeah, yeah you get back um pretty it always feels like that wa- that hike especially the way back always feels so much quicker mm-hmm. i don't know what it is it's weird about it um but yeah it's the first mile especially if you've got a full pack and you got a ways to go mm-hmm. that first mile getting through that wind that first kind of wind barrier mm-hmm. in your in your chest it's always the hardest I always have to remind kylie 
Um, I'm like, hey, for, remember, first mile is the toughest. As soon as you get through that first mile, you get your rhythm mm-hmm. and you feel better. And yeah. you can just go. Then you then you can just go. But getting through that first mile is always That's a good hard, point. So. And I didn't even recognize that. Like, even thinking about, like, because I've been tracking mine and Cheyenne's mm-hmm. walks and hikes at WSU. After that first mile, it's like, we're good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just another mile yeah. after that <laughs> point. Okay. Very cool. Well, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, it was fun to get my drone out and film and get some rad footage and practice, mm-hmm. practice the flights and, yeah. and, and filming and stuff. So I definitely need to go out and do it again. Yeah. So, I've got other, I've got a lot of other places that would be great for you to get drone footage. Yeah, we'll so have we to do have something. To, we just have to go. Hopefully, sure. I mean, next time we'll do, uh, next time we'll do, um, uh, we'll do evening. Do evening hike. Mm-hmm. Okay. That way you don't have to get up super early. Yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to get Logan settled here. Um, so, do you have anything to share? Um, not particularly. Because I might spiral here. Okay. I mean, I just uh, the only thing I want to touch on today yes. is the uh, is the doc is the documents uh, case with Trump. Okay, I was hoping so because I need an update. Okay, and I think everyone does. Yeah. But one thing that I will mention about like taking the bus and stuff, I think that there's going to be a new segment here okay. for this show, mm. and that is um. T- just stories of the things I see. <laughs> okay. Um, and just like it, it's, you know, counterculture is your experience with, you know, customers at the counter and stuff. Mm-hmm. Downtown Portland. Wow. There, it, it is like, it's, it's weird. It feels like a ghost town. Mm-hmm. With actual ghosts. <laughs> Zombies, I like Zombies. to call them. Yes, I'm completely terrified, but I like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. So walking, I have to walk like eight blocks or ten blocks from fifth to fifteenth. So ten blocks. Um, yeah. So today on my break, I just I went for a walk, uh, fifteen minute break. So I mm-hmm. went seven minutes out, and then with a timer, and then when the timer comes back, I walk back. Mm-hmm. I walked up by uh, Providence Park. Okay, and. Oh, I, that's yeah. Oof. As I'm yeah, walking, there's, there's, this, that, there's that Max station. Right yes, there, there's Max a bus around. stop to my right, mm-hmm. and there's this dude who's just like throwing kicks in the air. Oh, and oh yeah, he's been around forever. Oh okay. Yeah. So everybody's kind of just ignoring him, mm-hmm. but he's like kicking like face high kicks in the air, and then he like kind of like walks towards this person who's leaning up against the wall and they just take one step to the side and he kicks the wall where they were just standing. Nobody's saying anything. <laughs> this guy is just kicking in the air, kicking at people and people are just like like just go like just wisping past them like mm-hmm. like almost like the zombies can't tell you're there and you just slowly creep past them as they're looking for brains they live in their own they live in their own universe yeah uh, it's their own reality they don't see you nope uh and you just kind of like i mean it's just kind of living amongst them right yeah. there's just and no wonder people just walk with their headphones in and mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah because th- that's a real like gen z type of thing where like they always have an ear pod in or a, a AirPod. they're always just like tuned into their phone or have something playing in the ear I mean, Alex does that shit all the time. It's just what these kids are doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't live like that. That's so weird. Um, when I'm walking downtown, dude, I'm just listening to a podcast or a book and just going. Dude, just, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I'm crossing the street. I'm right here. Yeah. I do a lot of walking on my lunches and breaks. <laughs> do and you? It's, uh, Come back 
Mike, let's go walk. <laughs> I usually am walking to one of the little markets, um, little like locally owned markets that are okay. around there to get, get a snack or a, mm. some caffeine. But um, yeah, I, it's it's a lot better uh, now that school's out of session. But as soon as school's back in, yes. Franklin High School is yes. right there. Yes. And you get all of the, the whippersnappers. Someone told me about that today because um, she was asking me about like, uh, I don't I don't know how I got brought up. I was like, yeah, I'm going to try to go for a walk on my break. I looked at my steps yesterday, and it was embarrassing, so I want to try to get out in today. And I was like, I saw Hot Lips Pizza out here, and she's like, do not go there around lunchtime when the kids are on the lunch because they are just climbing on the chairs and hopping over the wall and cutting you in front of you, and it's just madhouse. And I was like, okay, okay. But on my lunch, I took a whole lap out around Providence Park and then back. Mm. Um, okay. which the back end of Providence Park is straight hill up and mm. then straight hill down. Yeah. Um, but downtown is a whole new beast. I kind of like it. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, it's it has its own... I enjoy, I, I enjoy reading the random scrapbooks, like the random graffiti. Yeah. Like people will just write weird messages. Weird things. I always park on the right-hand side of the office by okay. the those double green doors. Yes. The out. And written there is all sorts of just random ass shit. Like it's so. It, I can't believe you parked down there. It's scary, man, dude. I'm terrified. They they don't. I don't know what it is. Like maybe it's because it's right next to a government building. They don't break into anything. I there. mean, I saw Homeland Security around the building today, just driving around. So yeah, I mean, we've got the Federal Protective Services. They're yeah. they're there three times a day arresting yeah. somebody. So. Yeah. Um. So another thing is, uh, so I walked those ten blocks, and I was like, you know what? How much would it be to just hop on one of these scooters and scoot up the 10 blocks? That could be fun. They're expensive. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. It was like a dollar a minute or mm-hmm. something like that. And no, it was like a dollar to get it and then like 58 cents a minute. So it would take me five minutes to get up the hill. Yeah. Not that long. Except the app doesn't effing work. And I'm trying to end my trip, trying to end my trip, trying to end my trip. Were you on spin? No. What do you mean? Which company? Oh, it was Lime. Lime. Yeah. So then I'm like trying to end it, trying to end it, trying to lock it to the post, trying to mm-hmm. lock it to the post, trying to take a picture of it. Ten minutes later, it's fucking $7. And I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. So I emailed them and I was like, fuck your stupid scooters, dude. I tried to end my trip. You guys charged me. They refunded me some yeah, money. They, oh, well, that's nice that you... Uh, I'm never using it again, though. Yeah, I wouldn't use Lime. If you can find a spin, those I are I did way see better. a spin. Those are the orange ones. But what are the prices? Same? Same. Yeah. I mean, if I can get there, mm-hmm. the spin doesn't require the lock. I didn't see a, a no. lock on there. You see those things thrown everywhere. I'm sure. So if I could just spin and mm-hmm. just end the trip and walk in and have it be $3, mm-hmm. that could be cool. Yeah, $4 maybe but I was like dude I'm just gonna walk that yeah. was just a pain in the ass the last time uh, last summer when Matt and I were in DC we used those the first night yeah they were so fucking expensive yeah and by the time we went from our hotel down to the National Mall mm-hmm. it was like it was 10 bucks and we're like yeah. this is this is stupid so yeah. we started doing we started renting the bikes mm. and those were a lot those were like half the cost Oh. Uh, which was cool. They have like the Nike bikes down there, mm-hmm. don't they? Yeah. Anyways, so that's my that's what's grinding my gears is the the zombies in the oh in the whole place every block every block smells like piss. Oh, it does. Piss and beer mm-hmm. every block. 
every single block. Beer piss. And I used to go downtown a lot when I was a, like teen. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. Just being a skateboarder. I used to be down there all the time. The only time I smelled the smells that I smell on every block of downtown was when I was like down at Burnside Skate Park. Yeah. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere is there? Is the naked guy still sleeping out in front of the office? Mm, I heard stories today about a naked guy and a naked woman, but I haven't seen okay. either. Yeah, there was a naked guy that was sleeping out in front of our office for a long time, just full spread eagle. Nice, dude. Yeah. It's hot. It is hot. <laughs> There's no code. Um, as long as na- he doesn't come into our office naked, I'm I'm fine. I mean, I hope that happens. I'm down. <laughs> He, I'm sure he clears security, right? He's got nothing on him. Yeah, it's true. He's not hiding nothing unless he's keistering it. Oh, well. Uh, so, DeSantis. Ron, Ron. Top Gun ad. Have you? Did you watch it? Yes. Dude, it's so bad. What is happening? Dude, it's it's a... He is so... It's did, cosplay. Yeah, and he thinks he looks cool. So you know he's like five six or five seven, like he's ew, what super, a tiny man. And he's super short. Uh, so did you hear what he said about um, Fauci? I mean, everybody's been calling for Fauci to be arrested, so I'm assuming it's along those lines. He said, "Grab that little elf and toss him into the Potomac." Oh, I mean, so this is the thing I want to talk about. Um, I mean, it's terrible, but that's on brand. Yeah. Do you know what machismo is? Yes. Okay, so just a quick definition. Quick definition. Strong or aggressive masculine pride. You see it a lot in uh, like Latino cultures. Mm. Oh, shoot. Did I miss that link? Oh, dang it. Okay, so I, br- I pulled up an article on machismo. Okay. Because it's just disgusting that this this is like you see – DeSantis in a Top Gun commercial in cosplay, mm-hmm. and that validates your masculinity, or, or what is it? Yeah, it has to be. It's well, a culture of machismo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there's a there is a big push for um, like masculine value, like trying to yeah. restore masculinity. And what is a under what's an underpinning of fascism, especially European fascism mm-hmm. in the 1930s, was this like defining what is the real man recapturing recapturing manhood hyper masculinity in your cult like having hyper masculine culture and your val- like values in your culture so so naturally i mean in the articles that i've read what does that do for the inequality of sexes when your culture or your culture well no they don't there is an inequality in sexes that's the point is that it's women are, women are are subservient to yes. men yes okay that's the culture. And we're that's what we're trying to bring back to make America great again. Yes. Uh, macho men, machismo, and sexuality uh, is an article I found in the annual review of sex research. So the anthropologist Gilmore, Gilmore, 1987, defined machismo as a masculine display complex involving culturally sanctioned demonstrations of hypermasculinity, both in the sense of erotic and physical aggressiveness. Hypermasculine physical and sexual aggressiveness is justified by an ideology of machismo. The system of beliefs forming a worldview arose through the domination of the the enemy other by warriors. This ideology of warriors still influences the socialization and 
enculturation of males creating macho men and perpetuating hypermasculinity in mm-hmm. America. And they wrap it in this where our this woke culture is eroding our military. You, oh, you for hear that sure. Co- you hear that complaint all of the yes. time. We don't have men to go fight because they're putting on skirts. Yes. They're not manly enough anymore. You need to tan your testicles, according to Tucker Carlson. He had a whole, I don't know if you caught that, but mm-hmm. he had a whole testicle tanning bit where he was like men need to go tan their testicles because it helps rejuvenate testosterone or something like that he did not say that mm -hmm. look it up yeah tucker carlson testicle tanning it's a thing (laughs) anyways so i'm just i'm fascinated by this because i've done you know a little research into machismo and and this i did my I did my uh, History 300 paper on the Bracero program, right? Mm-hmm. But also looked at machismo culture in Latin American countries and how that culture, you know, did a m- many things, right? But one of those things was was that it was their responsibility as the men to come to America to earn money and, mail- and mm-hmm. send it back, right? Sure. That's just one element to it. But so I've done a little research into machismo culture or identity or prompting or pushing up or elevating this ideology or idea um it's just a, it's fucking dumb it's dumb and it, to me it screams nothing but beta and um insecurities oh it's absolutely insecurity yeah, yeah. And there were some other um, articles that I had pulled up and kind of just glanced over when I was on the bus talking about, like, how much of it is reflecting insecurity. But it's just so – so when I see him in this Top Gun ad and him, see I hear him talking about throwing this tiny little elf into the Potomac, it's like <laughs> like other dudes are getting hyped <laughs> at his manliness. Like, mm-hmm. fuck Yeah. Let me be like that guy. Like, that is so, like, what a bunch of fucking cavemen. But none of those guys are actually. No. None of them are actually putting their lives on the line. No, no. They are behind their keyboards. But, uh, like, what a bunch of knuckle draggers. Dude. 100%. (laughs) Well, I mean, so many of those guys that are so worried about the wussification of America Mm -hmm. are just, they don't, do. they work nine to five jobs in an office. It's like. Okay, mm-hmm. man, like you're But they but they drive a truck though. Yeah, I don't know. Like there's nothing wrong with working a nine to five job in an office. I do it. Yeah. But I'm not pretending that I I, I don't understand like the need this need to validate. Uh, it's validation. I suppose. It has to be. So because if the, if the, if it's if it's if it stems from insecurity, then they're looking for validation. Yeah. You know what would yeah. make me feel a million times better? What? And way more manly. Hmm. Joe Biden, Soldier 76, cosplay. Let me see it. Mm, yes. <laughs> a nice Overwatch reference right there with, yes. the, with the white hair and the grand. Yes, the pepper, right? Yeah. Put on that visor glasses, dude. Yeah. He's already got the aviators 90% mm, of the time. Let I me just see, see you in a leather jacket with a, a, a an assault rifle that you banned and <laughs> just... Well, no. Then he walks. He walks on. He and he when he walks on stage in the West Wing, and he goes, "I got you in my sights." (laughs) 
That should just be his catch line, dude, for everything. For every, Dude, if Homeboy's going to just adopt t- Top Gun, mm-hmm. which also everyone now feels like they can rock a mustache. I feel like that died out a little bit. Oh, I mean, when I, at my last job, mm-hmm. it was everywhere. Really? Mostly with lawyers, like coming in, rocking oh, stashes. Oh, yeah. That's bad. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no, dude. And like for me, look, I wish I could. But mine's straight Mexi stash. It doesn't look good. It's not like Top Gun stash. It's Mexi I don't even, stash. Dude, I don't even think that mustaches look good. I think you unless would look awesome is, with a mustache. Unless your name is Tom Selleck, you don't pull it off. You could pull it off. No. Nah. You have like the perfect shape for a mustache. No, I'm not trying. I'm oh, not, that would be awesome. You should nope, do it. not doing it. You should do it. I like. I know you're not beard. going to, but I'm just telling you you should. Mm. And you know what? I would feel more masculine if you did it. <laughs> That was my only just uh, grind besides other the scooters in Portland, but it, it's just it bothers me just because I've seen I've seen cultural ramifications looking in South America of machismo mm-hmm. and look at look at the look at Pinochet. Yeah, I mean communists were seen as like weak men. Yep, and strong men throw them out of helicopters. Yes. Which Pinochet did. Yeah. He threw communists out of helicopters. Yeah. Or suspected communists out of helicopters. It didn't matter. Yeah. They're still not manly. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think there is a, something there to, you know, I don't know, just this movement or what did what did Biden say about them being, what did he call them? Semi-fascist. Semi-fascist. The Mag- <sighs> he said like the, the MAGA cult is semi- semi-fascist. Yeah. And like, he's not wrong. Yeah. He's not wrong. Like, just be like not fascism can exist outside of nazi germany mm-hmm. that they're they're not they're not intrinsically equal to each other yeah. yes the nazi party practiced fascism right but it didn't begin and end with nazis right it's, it's fascist like, fascist is its own ideology yes yeah and it can materialize anywhere yeah under the right circumstances and the right people in charge just because the MAGA bros wear a red hat and not a swastika doesn't mean that they can't be fascist. fascist. Yeah. And if you look at what values a fascist ideology, social values, a yes. fascist ideology tends to promote its hypermasculinity, mm-hmm. xenophobia, yep. and a strong sense of, of like nationalism. of nationalism. Yeah. And Check, tell me, check, tell, check. Me, tell me that what those three don't yeah. like. Build the wall. Um, need mm. to be strong. Need to be strong, man. I need to show it. Show it to you with my truck. Yeah. Talk, like transpho- transphobia. Talking. Um, talking about how you know we have to worry about um, our men being men. Like you, you it's dog. Mm-hmm. That's dog whistled in every anti LGBTQ yeah. statement that these people make is is really just about um, mask is about mask ideas around masculinity and gender identity. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what was the third thing I said? Oh nationalism. Mm-hmm. I mean that speaks for itself. Yeah. Like yeah. America Did first. Did you see his truth truth post? Uh, <laughs> why are people so mean? What? Kofefe. What is he doing, dude? It's a nar- he's a narcissist. The nar- a narcissist can never truly think that their actions have Consequence. um, have consequences or ramifications on reality. Yeah. They they just think it's everybody but them. Every- everybody else is the problem. Everybody is being mean to me. 
I'm just, I'm Trump. Like, why is everybody being so mean to me? I'm just trying to do all of I'm these things. I'm trying to make America great again. Oh, he doesn't believe that. He's yeah, just trying to enrich shit. himself. Yeah. He doesn't believe in making America great again. He makes him, he believes in making himself rich and paying off his, his debts that he had to the Saudis yeah. and the Russians. So he it's becoming more and more, it's becoming more and more evident mm. as you read into the bullshit that is his, uh, his uh, administration is pulled. Let's talk about um, this victim, this so-called victim, Donald Trump. You wanted to tell the me victim some... of uh, planning the documents that he admits to having. Yeah, tell me about that. Because yeah. um, I haven't, I haven't, I. So I what do you? See, what I've do you seen headlines about? I saw something recently that a few days before they were trying to lock some documents away and make sure that they weren't discovered or found. Um, well, they found some in his desk. Sure. I think there was something about like an advisor told him to I can't remember. It was a high a headline on hmm. Politico or something like that about people like trying to make sure that things were hidden and not found. I I don't know. Dude, you you, you tell me. Well, how, what do you know so far? They raided it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I it's, let's not use the word raid because it was a legal action. Okay, a legal action. They legal actioned him. They there was a warrant by a magistrate judge in D.C. Mm-hmm. to go and recover uh, top secret documents that were illegally taken by Donald Trump. Okay, documents that he says he had a standing order to declassify, and therefore they're his. But there is no paper trail that mm. ever says that he declassified any of these documents okay. at any point, and he had no standing order according to written or verbalized because they've interviewed there's been multiple interviews with his uh with past advisors and they said there was never any like understanding of a standing order to declassify documents and you can't even according to the the presidential uh, records act these type the type of documents that they found which are um top secret uh, TK and HCS mm-hmm. classifications. I'll get into those definitions. I have those definitions. I'll get into them. Uh, you can't just declassify them and take them. That's not, it's just you, what? even his claims of yeah. I declassified them, therefore they're mine. Yeah. Is bullshit. You can't just do that. Even what? as a president. What is the action of declassifying it? What does that mean? That to means that they're them? no longer sense. They're no longer in hit. Well, in his wrong definition sure. is that because I declassified them, that it's no longer sensitive material and therefore I can take it regardless if it actually had, um, I don't know the names of our spies abroad on them. Mm-hmm. He thinks that it's they're 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 they're, they're his, they're his to, spies. They're his to take. Active. Well, HCS is human intelligence documents. So they'll have the names of our spies and our contacts abroad. He took those documents and kept them in a unlocked, in an unlocked part of Mar-a-Lago, which has been known to have already been compromised by Chinese and Russian spies. <gasps> Are you serious? Absolutely serious. As a heart attack, dead serious. The headline was Trump. Li- Trump likely sought to conceal classified docs. The 36-page filing is the department's most detailed account of its evidence yet. Um, brightly covered cover sheets are visible, bearing markings of top secret, secret and sensitive um, compartmented information. At least three of the documents bearing classification markings on the White House letterhead. A box of framed items, including a 2019 Time magazine cover depicting the then-Democratic presidential 
field vying to defeat Trump sits nearby. Um, yeah. Yeah, he basically took these documents and hid them within other personal memorabilia. Dude, that's a lot of shit labeled top secret and secret. Mm-hmm. Let me define... I'm, I have the definition of uh, top secret according to... Um, the Federal Records Administration. Also, him having that, him having that framed photo of all like the Democrats mm-hmm. quote coming after him while he's sitting below them, like that's narcissism, dude. He's, a, he's an it's absolute, framed. He's, he is a he's an absolute narcissist. Is that on his desk? Is it a reminder of the the evil Dems? <laughs> so um, let's just say, for instance, what okay. I think we're let's I don't know like. What on earth would he want with with this information, right? No. So originally, okay. So the the f- and what is this like? Oh, if they're just documents, why do they have to? Do, why do they have to do them like this? Why did? They, why can't they just ask him for it back? He would have complied. No, he wouldn't have because they've asked him for him three different times and he lied to them. His lawyers signed a document mm-hmm. with FBI investigators claiming they'd had no more documents. That was before they went in and took these 15 boxes so they're they said they perjured themselves yeah so either they took trump's word for it <gasps> or they knowingly lied to fbi yeah. investigators how do we know about spies from uh russia and china um, i mean obviously intelligence would tell us that but uh, has that been released obviously i mean unless you're a fucking spy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, there was uh, there was a Chinese spy who was arrested um, for uh, trying to um, infiltrate the Republican National Committee. She had pictures with multiple re- uh, Republican congressmen, including Wayne Ro- and then not including Wayne Lapierre, the NRA chief. And there was uh, like her last name was Bukina. She was a Russian spy. Yeah. Um, same thing. She was she was arrested by F- by the FBI <gasps> and Homeland Security. Um, and oh had ties to Russian word. had ties to Russian senators, and there's pictures of both of them at Mar-a-Lago. Wow. So whether Trump knew, I'm not. I that mm, I'm not trying to make it sound like yeah. Trump knew who right. those people. But you're keeping tops. Why are one? Why are they at Mar-a-Lago? Mm-hmm. And two, you're keeping top secret national documents mm-hmm. that include TK, which is satellite imagery sources of, of anything we don't know right um but he's got it because you can see in that picture it's labeled top secret tk classification top secret hcs classification oh my hcs is God. is human intel yeah so our secret satellites that are taking imagery of God knows what right what we're whatever we're watching yes which is the entire world mm-hmm. and human source intelligence why on earth does he have those? What on what what justification? Even if he even if he was le- legally able to declassify them, ask mm-hmm. yourselves why does he need them? Yeah, why does he need to take those with him? They're not for a memoir. Mm-hmm. Why does he take those documents? What mm. possible reason other than leverage or selling them? Yeah, does he have? My guess is he was trying to use them for leverage. Yeah. Against other, basically saying, "Don't indict me for all this other shit because I've got these documents and I will, and I will release them." That's what a th- scumbag! That's dude. a complete speculation. For sure. That's complete speculation. Or on the flip side, wh- why do you have them? 
just why do you have them? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like even if you weren't intending to do anything with them, how absolutely boneheaded and unjustifiable mm-hmm. is it to have those documents in an unsecured? Those documents cannot. When someone who is legally eligible to view those documents mm-hmm. have to be viewed, have to only be seen in like in a in a what's called a skiff, which is a basically a secured room. Mm-hmm. And those documents cannot leave the skiff, right? At all, you cannot take notes while you're in there. Yeah, you can't write down any information. Wow, it's basically four eyes only. Yes, and he took those documents. Four eyes, like you have to have glasses. <laughs> <laughs> he took those documents, yeah. with him in fucking boxes, and then lied about it twice to investigators when asked to yeah, give them what are you back. Hiding, dude. Why are you so worried about them being taken because of the protection like you're suggesting or the cost that he could sell them for mm-hmm. to that's a fucking patriot right there, dude. <laughs> so I'm going to read you the definition of what top secret classification means. Okay. Top secret. This is according to this is according to um, the uh, federal administ- federal administration, federal records administration. Okay. Top secret, the level applied to information whose unauthorized disclosure could cause exponentially grave damage to national security. I'm going to read that again. Yeah. The level applied to information whose unauthorized disclosure could cause exponentially grave damage to national security. And he had boxes of it. Yeah. He put our country at risk. We can we may never know the extent of the damage that this caused. That could have caused, right? Yeah, absolutely. In 2000 in <clears throat> in 2019 the CIA noted that there were that mm-hmm. warned that there were a higher number of our of our foreign intelligence mm-hmm. and CIA operatives being either killed or um, compromised abroad. Yeah. In 2021, they reiterated that that was still happening. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that he has human source documents? Yeah. And top secret human source intel documents. Yes. Just laying around Mar-a-Lago. <sighs> He's putting our people and our national interests at risk. And you're thinking he stands for America first? Wake the fuck up. But also, like, I imagine that there's this this complete, like, disregard or disbelief in the level in which the spy world operates, right? I'm sure there's so much shit that is this close to, like, collapsing parts of our society. But because of the intelligence agency just and their operations prevent these things. I would imagine. But to them, it's, well, it didn't happen, so it didn't... It, there were no repercussions. Let's talk about Hillary's emails and all the lives that cost. The the emails <laughs> where she was conversing with other government employees yeah. when she was a government employee herself yep. with top secret class with top secret um, clearance clearance and the fact that there was no evidence that she was passing top secret back and forth there was only three found emails that included see uh what's called secret 
level mm-hmm. classified information and uh, they were only given secret status after those emails were sent. So she didn't knowingly send secret oh. level. She didn't know she was sending secret level um, information Documents, at the yeah. time. Those were retroactively given secret status after mm. she had sent that information. But either way, it was only to a to another government employee. Right. She wasn't sending that out into to Golfers. somebody to somebody who was. <laughs> And it wasn't like it's a loose piece of paper where you could never track where it went or who saw it. Right. And when asked to give up her server, did so on the first request. Yeah. Yeah. They scrubbed the server, opened an entire investigation into it, and found no no legal wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. Was it was it was having her own private server an absolute like was that? Um, questionable questionable decision making absolutely did it show negligence absolutely it was something she should not have done and she knowingly she knowingly knew she shouldn't have done it yes under normal circumstances that would have caused me to not vote for her right because who wants you don't want to have a president who's that flippant with with that kind of information yeah (laughs) but in no way is that equivalent yeah to taking boxes of top secret human and satellite intel to a goddamn resort yeah. where who knows who's coming through it. Fucking Top Gun, dude. And just kept <laughs> in an unsecured closet. Yeah. And then lied about it. Yeah. Three times and lied and had his lawyers lie about it under oath on a signed document. So what happens now? Nothing. I mean, you've got to indict him, right? Yeah. Fox News had Carl Rove on today basically saying they found these documents not just in this unsecured closet Mm -hmm. they found it in his desk and he in carl rove who has been a massive trump supporter since 2016 said these documents said to fox on fox news these documents are not his and it was in violation Mm. of the presidential records act and that is a criminal offense wow carl rove said that yeah so, who knows? It is FBI's standing policy to not indict prior to an election. Oh, okay. So, we we may not see an mm. indictment until after the midterms. Yeah. I would argue that I would rather see the indictment. After? Before. Before. Because it shows that there isn't, that justice stands above um, politics politics yeah it stand regardless of the political Party. realities yep. Yep. justice in the pursuit of justice yes regardless of who it is is above that as right. above that playing field yeah that's how i would interpret it i don't know anybody everybody's going to be able to spin what no matter what timing this comes down mm-hmm. you're opening there's going to be a spin right for sure but the reason why like trump is such an idiot like his legal team which he can barely find anybody to, to represent him, to represent him. Yeah. the uh, the RNC has already told him they're not paying his legal fees for this particular battle. Wow! So he's on the hook, and who wants to work for a guy that routinely stiffs his own lawyers? Yeah, um, throws him right under the bus, <laughs> dude. Every time, and doesn't even pay him. No, yeah, he has settled so many lawsuits for not paying. Oh my word! So I mean, there was millions. I mean, that's of, him. There that was him there was tens sure. of millions of dollars that were paid off. <laughs> by his campaign to settle um, civil suits for not paying Mm. prior to his 2016 candidacy. Yeah. 
Dude, what a scumbag. Dude, he's a complete scumbag. <laughs> that was a president of the United States. So anyway, that, that is so wild. like huge huge mistake. Yeah. Right? So in civil court, there is um when documents are taken, mm-hmm. as part of the relief for the defense, the defense can ask for a special master. This is what it's this is the legal term. Okay. A special master which is um, picked, which is somebody that the defense selects um, and then the judge approves to look over all documents Mm -hmm. and have them taken out um, before they go to investigators uh, because of, quote, attorney client privilege sure so then the judge then it's like self-incrimination yeah almost. so and it well stuff that yeah would be self-incriminating yeah. stuff that would fall under the purview of attorney client privilege okay um and then the judge reviews that sees if that is actually the case or not mm-hmm. and then chooses whether to pass those on to the judge reviews the ones removed the ones removed gotcha de- determining whether it's that makes sense that actually like they're not just removing incriminating yes. evidence, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So like she reviews them and then decides whether <laughs> they get put uh, given back to the defense oh, or she, to be I passed like on to. Well, in this particular I case, know. it's a. I thought you were just being woke. <laughs> <laughs> in this particular case, a judge presiding over this yeah. is Judge Cannon, which is in the Southern District of Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the one overseeing yeah. this. Um, and so under civil cases, that there's a, usually there's special masters yeah. um, because of personal potentially criminal wands um, or lightsabers lightsabers um the so with the um with the special master yeah in the process they they asked for a like so trump's defense defense team asked for a special master to go through all of these top secret documents To de- to determine whether all the to basically say that these documents are execu- are protected under executive privilege, arguing that executive privilege and attorney client privilege therefore fall under the same purview. Yeah, I would imagine the judge isn't even technically allowed to be looking at this these documents. Technically, they un- technically they can. Okay, I mean it makes sense that technically they can. But now you have information, your name's out there, and it's known that you have that information. Yeah. That's so, terrifying. Well, and the FBI was one step ahead of them the entire time. They already have done their review entirely, which makes the special <laughs> master moot. But by requesting that, yeah. it allows uh, the DOJ mm-hmm. to then speak publicly about <gasps> the case. So that's what why you s- that's why you see the release of a, of redacted court filings yeah. to get out ahead of the spin. That's why you see the release of that picture of all of the, sh- like of, ha- yes. of some of the shit that they found to get out ahead of it. So now Merrick Garland can come out and talk publicly about the case, which is just going to fuck, tr- which is really just fucking Trump. Because when he was fir- when he first came out and was talking about them going there, he was real hush hush about it because I'm sure of those parameters, mm-hmm. but because of requesting this special master in this process, mm-hmm. now he can say, all right, it's public information now. I mean, to an extent. Yes. I mean, he's not going to, he can't release top secret documents to right. the public, but he can be like, hey, here's a picture of the some of the shit that we found. Like, this is just part of what we found. Oh my God, dude. So what happens? Does he see a day in jail? No. You know the answer is no. Dude, there, there's no you way. You can't, no. you can't, you can't let this go unpunished. It's going to? It can't. So then what is the punishment? Jail. No Dude, this way. is a felony charge. No These way. These are felony charges. Yeah. Why isn't it misdemeanors? 
Uh, it's not a misdemeanor. Well, this would be a felony regardless. I know, I know it would. Um, but <laughs> that, it, as you're talking, I'm like, okay, this whole exchange between like making t- the the um, mishandling of documents uh, from a, a, a misdemeanor to a felony mm-hmm. upgrade that he chose to do because of Hillary's actions. Yeah, he signed an executive order that at minimum screwed himself. Yes. At minimum, and then it just further just gets worse, dude. Mm-hmm. You start like putting your hand on your head. And the second your... he took those documents, yeah, from like with him, yes, and stored Federal. them stored them improperly, yeah, felony. He made his executive order made him a felon. Oh my god! That's and then amazing. now the fact that it's tops like yeah. the level of top secret mm-hmm. that it was. If they were just secret or uh, classified information, like just basic classified information, mm-hmm. he would it would be a felony. Right. Being that it's top secret, <sighs> he, it's a felony regardless. Yeah. So sweet, dude. I mean, who was it? Somebody said that. Uh, no, it was the the homeboy from uh, the one senator that's a, a little creep who's always saying shit. He's always flip flopping on Trump. What's his name? Who, Lindsay? Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, said something, dog whistling, saying that there will be like riots in the street and there will be, you know, there will be uprising if there is legal repercussions on Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And that pisses me the fuck off yeah. because he's just saying it to say, essentially say if there's something that happens, we need you to react. They're trying to, they're trying to get the narrative, the, the public opinion narrative to be it's not worth it's not the violence that will potentially come from indicting him Mm. isn't worth indicting him over yeah i don't think there's gonna be dude and to that point yeah i say fucking bring it yeah i don't i can't imagine it happening i saw somebody it's just on twitter collective action so freaking hard yeah. How, many, how many people were going to show up to Area 51? Dude, they got nine and to they, five jobs, man. <laughs> how many people were going to show up to Area 51? And didn't. And then like 12 people showed yeah, up. Like I mean, There was, was like millions of people signed that petition and like 12 showed up. Yeah. And booking the hotels in the area. and all, the, all of these wannabe soldiers mm-hmm. with their with their budget AR-15s, mm-hmm. when they actually see a goddamn... What's dr- a budget AR-15? The one you buy from Walmart for like 550 bucks. Oh, okay. Um, I... It, it's, I mean, talk about machismo. That yeah. that culture. Oh my god. Gun. Gun culture. Oh yeah, for sure. <sighs> but those are the MAGA bros. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. Well, the asymmetry in arms between <laughs> between those guys. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna send you a video of oh, of no. Patriot Front doing like some form of. They carry shields like a, like almost like Captain America style shields. Oh my word. And they're doing like these formations. <gasps> But it's so uncoordinated that they, they look like Patrick and SpongeBob, dude. They just, they, it's so, it's so fun. If it wasn't like, oh my God, these guys could try to do something. Right. Because they've left, they, they arrested a whole car full of these Patriot Front guys mm-hmm. um, trying to um, bust, like trying to crash an LGBTQ plus um, heard rally in Idaho. Yes. Yes. And so these guys, like, are potentially dangerous. Right. But, they look so stupid. It, it it reminds me of like 2016 when you're hearing and you're seeing the the um, temperature of the polarization rise, and constantly you're seeing videos of people mocking 
like quote Antifa people, right? Mm -hmm. And how ridiculous they look in their gear and all of these things. It's the same. It's the same on both sides. You all look dumb. Just relax. You are not some super soldier here to fight for democracy. And and that's what I honestly think you're talking about collective action. I don't see people doing anything except for crying about it online mm-hmm. and just regurgitating whatever Fox News tells them to say. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. But a few thousand people did ransack our capital. True. But Donald Trump was the president, encouraged it, and made it happen. Said time and place, mm-hmm. be here. And, and he, they thought they they thought they had his protection. Yes, and 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 he was there. Mm-hmm. I but, think I hope. Go ahead. QAnon thinks he's still president, though. Sure, that's true. But I think, and I hope that without someone heading the executive branch mm-hmm. like Donald Trump, there's going to be more proactivity to uh, that's a good point. stamp anything like that out. Yeah. If Trump had taken even basic measures, exactly. they would have the Capitol. If Donald Trump in a month says, meet me here at the Capitol, it's not going to happen. There's no fucking way it happens. <laughs> There's no way. Oh. So, yeah, and I think right. that, you know, with the FBI and the CIA mm-hmm. now and with this administration, I think, and, and now the bar set of January 6th, mm-hmm. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. They will have the military there. They will have everyone there. And what's sad is that the so much of the Republican Party establishment, the people who publicly talk about how great Trump is, mm-hmm. they're all secretly hoping he gets indicted. They don't want him in the party. I don't think so either. It, it just seems like it's so hard. No, it's not hard. It's I don't know. How would you think? Is it harder to be a Republican for Trump in a Trump era or just a Republican without this cult of personality and this, this cult, essentially, like the, prior the, to him? The best time to have been a Trump supporter, like to be on the Trump train, was mm-hmm. in 2016. Sure. Um, he had the formula mm-hmm. on how to beat the electoral college mm-hmm. which is hard not many republicans do it right not many republicans garner that kind of broad support mm-hmm. um i mean he had the messaging mm-hmm. he did what people said that romney and mccain refused to do which was play which was play dirty yeah absolutely and, um and it got him the presidency yeah i mean he did win. he did rightfully win the electoral college and he damn near won it a second time. I think a lot about something you said in this in the years of this show. Um, it was more recent, but something about that party just 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 inching a little bit to the left, just a little bit, instead of hardlining on some of these issues that are just like viewed in our culture as just archaic and suppressive. Mm-hmm. If they just a little bit, just lo- loosen the reins a little bit. They could get more crossover votes and win more elections like mm-hmm. that. But instead, their decision has been to radicalize. Yeah, well, because they were so mad at Mitt Romney for losing. Yeah, the party, the party hardliners have never will never forgive Mitt Romney for losing that mm-hmm. election because they 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 blame a biased media and Mitt Romney's refusal to play dirty, right, and allow dirty tricks to be played against him. Mm-hmm as the reason why he lost and we got stuck with Obama for a fourth term. People don't remember that Obama was not popular in his first term. Mm -hmm. He had very low approval approval ratings. ratings. And 
there was a lot of belief that the Benghazi thing um, happened um, mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. rallying cry to help drum up support. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of things that um, a lot of dirty parlor. There was a lot of dirty parlor tricks mm-hmm. that were levied against the Obama administration. I remember um, Donna Brazil, who was the because um, the second. The second presidential debate is always a town hall forum mm-hmm. where they can yeah. get up and walk around. And Donna Brazil was the um, moderator. Moderator, and she was from CNN. Mm-hmm. And she, there was proof mm-hmm. that she had kind of l- leaked the questions oh, forehand to the Obama administration. Interesting. And so there was there was like there was a lot of like legitimate like media bias sure. in that era towards. I mean, towards Mitt, like against Mitt Romney. Yeah, there were some dirty tricks too. Like there was, there was a lot of like Mitt Romney has all of these kids. Mitt Romney is this, um, is this out of touch Mormon. billionaire Mormon. Right. There was, I mean, there was, right. there was dirty tricks, right? Yeah. And there was, and Mitt Romney refused to go to that level. Yeah. To, I mean, I think to his credit, but yes. it cost him. It, people say it cost him the election. Whether right. that's the case or not, I don't know. Like, yeah. right? We'll never know. But Trump did what they didn't. Yeah. And so I think to answer your question, the reason why they don't go towards the middle is because there's this belief that if you just play dirty, you'll get what you want. Yes. Okay. So I just wrote down integrity because I'm wondering if because we've seen the result of both. We've seen what happens when, you know, if we're looking at what happened with the Obama Obama campaign and Romney and the dirty tricks there and the willingness to go somewhere where another party wouldn't, right? Mm-hmm. It got Obama the presidential election. Some people were happy. Some people were pissed, obviously. But then we see a bombastic lunatic. <laughs> that just tips the scales so yes. far. like. None of what Obama did was anywhere near right. what Trump did. Right. So now, even with the de- presidential debates between him and Joe Biden, mm-hmm. there was a concerted effort during these debates to regulate time, mm-hmm. to regulate over talking, to regulate integrity of the process. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe because of this goddamn ape. <laughs> fucking lunatic just ray tasmanian devil mm-hmm. it has hopefully reset and that's what i'm talking like when i listen to liz cheney's concession speech and hearing her talk there is a lot that i agree with that i never would i ever thought but it's refreshing to hear a republican talk like that opposed to the fucking lunatics of the maga party mm-hmm so that's what I'm when I'm, when I think about what you said and what I brought up as far as like them just just not becoming so hardline on so many things or not becoming psychopaths of the MAGA party, but then to have Liz Cheney say these things that are foundationally quote mm-hmm. American. Yeah, it's refreshing, but it also makes me think I could vote for her if she was running opposed to Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. I'd consider that. I would consider that. Depends mm-hmm. on who the Democrat obviously was. But if it's her or Trump, no question for me. No question. And who I'm going to support and want to see. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What are you thinking? I just, I think the, the fear is, is that a watered down Republican mm-hmm. candidate mm-hmm. has no shot at winning the Electoral College. 
because left-leaning people are going to vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long as the party itself, as long as the Democratic Party still runs, and this is, this is mm. I hear this complaint a lot. I heard yeah. it a lot on Fox News back when Fox News was still sane, is that when Democrats want to win national elections, they sound like Republicans, but then they govern to the, then they govern to the far left. Well, they talk about strong military. They strong, yeah, talk okay. about national defense, and they don't talk about banning assault rifles. They don't. Yeah. They don't talk about the things that then they they when the, once they get in office, then they, they look to do. Then they go and they push for these ultra left yeah. agendas, which honestly really isn't the reality. Mm-hmm. Obama didn't pass shit for gun control. No. Trump did more than he did. <laughs> it's true. So I mean, I, I think it's uh, I think it's it's. Um, I think it's I think it's it's a misconception, mm-hmm. right? Is that when Democrats want to run for when the Democrats want to win, they run as a conservative, yeah. but then they govern as a liberal. I don't know if that's necessarily fully accurate, mm-hmm. but you do see a more moderate message from Democrats than you see them govern. Yes. Versus because nothing like what Joe Biden has done is probably the one of those some of the most progressive policies we've mm-hmm. seen a president since. FDR mm-hmm. in terms of federal investment in infrastructure, mm-hmm. federal investment in healthcare, federal investment in ter- like in terms like student overhaul, like f- forgiveness of student loans. Yeah. That is a very progressive sure. policy yeah. to chase and especially doing it through executive through executive order mm-hmm. harkens to FDR. Yeah. Right. But what 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 got Biden elected being the moderate that could defeat yes. Trump. Yeah. Right. So that's the complaint is that a lukewarm Republican mm-hmm. will never actually win. And all you do is basically just lose close elections. Right. If you want to win, you have to stand for something and you've got to stand for something strong. Yeah. And that's what got Trump elected. I mean, theoretically, that's what got Trump elected. Now hearing you say that, I imagine Democrats say, let's say it is Liz Cheney. Let's say it's Liz Cheney versus Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. I, I, I imagine Democrats in a, in a, a tea party or pot party. <laughs> watching the debate going oh this is much more tolerable i can Mm -hmm. i can palette this this is nice to actually have two people that we can actually understand and listen to that's nice to that's nice to have this this time around maybe there's been a reset i'm still gonna vote for joe biden but it's nice to have it right it's just a it's a a novelty right Mm -hmm. it's become a novelty because of what we've dealt with having kind of quote lukewarm like you're saying Mm -hmm. it's nice but they're still not going to vote for them. Yeah, which is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a bummer, but I just I I, I wish I wish for a r- and maybe this is just my own my own kind of thoughts projecting that I wish more people thought like me. But who doesn't think like that? But just more openness and willingness to consider ramifications and repercussions of political extremes and ideology and where we are because of where we've been and just like looking at someone versus like Liz Cheney versus Donald Trump, like complete, complete polar opposites politically. Obviously. Well, one's actually conservative. Yeah. The other right. is a reactionary fascist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's the antithesis of yeah. conservative. He's reactionary yes. mm-hmm. and he's, I mean, if he's an anarch, he's an anarchist. Yeah. Um, well, not an anarchist, right. but I mean, he doesn't believe in rule of law. He doesn't mm-hmm. believe in a rules-based system. No. He believes in authoritarian rule mm-hmm. um, and illiberal democracy mm-hmm. um, filled with yes-men. So, no, like he's the exact opposite of 
Cheney, but people are going to look. The, I think I think what people would would say would happen with Liz Cheney is that if you went to Liz Cheney versus fill in the blank Democrat, mm-hmm. is that they're going to just fill in like, well, Liz Cheney said all. The reason why they liked Trump is that he became immune to Democrats' cancel culture techniques, mm-hmm. um, digging into that um, because Mitt Romney lost mm-hmm. lost the battle because oh he's not relatable to the average man right. and here's all of these photos of him on vacate like these super rich <laughs> vacations flying in his private jet he doesn't know what it's like to be you and I he's yeah. not he can't relate he's fucking to, elected he Donald can't, Trump <laughs> he can't relate to you but who related to the average man Donald Trump right because yeah. of the way he spoke he yeah. he gave he felt like those people felt like he gave them a voice. That's disgusting, dude. Picking on people with disabilities and um, the LGBTQ plus community and dog whistling to racism. That is what related to those people. That's what related to some of them. Yeah, not, a lot yeah, of them. Over, saying, a lot of like, them overlooked. When I say those, I yeah. mean the, the MAGA bros. But the people who got him elected. Yeah. Attached themselves to like put a blinder to those things. Yeah. And saw themselves as I this guy is is going to look out for me. Yeah. And. And I think what the fear is is that when you have a lukewarm mm. Republican, mm-hmm. right, a, a moderate conservative, is that they're going to fall victim to oh look at Liz Cheney and her stance ten years ago on the LGBTQ oh, community, community. Absolutely, they're going to the counter argument is going to be Barack Obama's stance every time. But that doesn't that doesn't play right when you already it have does a, to when someone you, when who's you, pragmatic, Jake. But we don't live in a pragmatic country as I much know, as that's as, what's frustrating. I mean, liberal, I mean, honestly, like. Like liberals like to think of them, liberals I like agree. to think of themselves as enlightened, but well, yes. half the time they're just the other side of the coin yes. of the of the market yes. crowd. Yeah, they just have better words. Right, <laughs> I got better <laughs> words. Absolutely, and I totally agree. I just, I don't know, man. I think this uh, January sixth committee is a big, appealing thing on her resume. It's a big effing deal. Yeah, and I think that when you look at exactly what you just said, people are going to go back ten years and go, "Well, look at this." We're oddly the MAGA bros. They're all shitting on her because of who her dad is. Well, yeah, because her dad came out against Trump. Well, but also like everybody in the comments of like the videos mm-hmm. of her concession speech were calling her like you're the daughter of a warmonger, and it was just like, I know what so, you're doing. Well, that's no, that's that's Democrats. But but there were MAGA bros in there doing it too. Well, because. Part of Ma- of Mega Bro is isolationism for sure. Yeah, like stay out of the people's mm-hmm. shit. Um, but it was just from both sides just saying that, and that was something that I saw that people were just kind of harping on was just yeah. her being the daughter of. Yeah. Well, that's ult- ultra ultra maga is this belief in this globalist conspiracy, mm-hmm. and the Cheneys, the yes. Bushes, Clintons, Clintons are yeah. all a part of it. Yes. Right? so Q-Mon. I mean, he's just a he, he has a war, he's president. a he's a warmonger. <laughs> Um, but I mean, at the end of the, like they kind of, I guess, pivot a little bit, um, some decent looking poll numbers out there. If you're tracking midterm elections in the Senate. Okay. I'm not, but I'm interested. (laughs) The the key races you've got, um, Raphael Warnock, um, who's the incumbent who won the special election in 2020 in Georgia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, he's running against Herschel Walker, who might be the dumbest person to ever Mm. run for office. Um, He's the ex-football player from University of Georgia. Yeah, I've seen clips. Um, just an absolute buffoon. Highlights. Right. Not only that, but he's a wife beater. Like, oh. He, he's domestic violence. Aren't they all? Senators. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, I mean, this guy is an absolute dumb piece yeah. of trash. CTE, dude. It's not his fault. He's an idiot. <laughs> um, 
but uh, so Warnock looks to be. How many people flinched right there when I said, "Aren't they all?" <laughs> <laughs> because if you did, you need to check your own little biases. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, Warnock. Uh, Warnock looks to be comfortable okay. in that race, okay. which is good. Um, Has that ele- like primary like started? That primary is already over. I mean, not primary. Has the election started? Or like we're gearing up towards... We're getting... I mean, that's going to be a general election. General, But election. we have the candidates? Yes. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that's, those two. It is Boom. those two. They gotcha. both won their party's primary. Gotcha. Um, there wasn't a primary against Warnock because he was the incumbent. Uh, whatever that first Tuesday is in November. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know. I think it's... Is it for everybody? Third Always? Or fourth. It's the midterm election, oh. so yeah, it's the Sh- same. I don't know shit, dude. <laughs> midterm I took one poli-sci class ever. Well, because so... Um, because Congress is every two years mm-hmm. and the Senate is every six years, mm-hmm. so what they call midterm elections, so non-presidential election mm-hmm. years, which are is in between, in between yep. um, you've got um, all Congress people are up for re-election and then usually between a third and a half of senators. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. But tend, depending on which senators fall right. and their, which six-year terms fall. But don't, don't this is going to sound so dumb, <laughs> but they, they have different primary like final dates, right? Of voting in the state. I mean, the states. In the states, right? Yeah, Georgia's already Georgia's already held their primary. That's why I was asking. Okay, because I didn't know if that was also the case for like the actual election or if it was all no. On so the general elect the general election is in is gotcha. in November. Okay, November. Um, and fucking learning shit, relearning <laughs> shit. Uh, Pennsylvania, which uh, the seat, which is an open seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it was mm. it's vacated by Patrick Toomey, who is a longtime Republican senator, very mm-hmm. moderate senator. Uh, he is retiring, and so that seat is between Doctor Oz and oh, John. That's right. And um, former um, vice governor of Pennsylvania, John Fetterman. He's uh, Fetterman's an interesting guy. He just he basically slums around in a over overly large Carhartt hoodie. And jeans uh-huh. <laughs> or jean shorts. He's man of just, the people, dude. Man of the people. But like, that's his actual personality. Like, that's not him just trying to. Right. He's just a very interesting guy. He's going to mop the floor with Dr. Oz. Yeah. Oz is an, I keep hearing one that. of the worst candidates. Even Mitch McConnell came out and said, we're probably not going to win the Senate because of candidate quality, mm. which is a shot, which is a like kind of a low key shot at Trump because. All of the people that Trump backed, who won their yes. primaries, basically ensured that the Democrat is going to win that that election. Um, his pick was Oz. His pick was Herschel Walker. Those guys both won their primaries and are going to probably handily lose to the Democrats. Yeah. Same thing with Arizona. Uh, Masters, who is just absolute like nasty MAGA, just as gross as you can be, as xenophobic and racist as mm-hmm. like you could imagine somebody can be openly. It's it's Masters. Jesus. He's going to lose. Um, pretty handily to the Democratic. Um, and then also, surprisingly, Ron Johnson, um, mm. who's honestly like dude's a traitor. He was one of the few, he was one of the guys, he was one of the senators who was heading the fake elector scandal. Yeah. He physically brought the fake elector slates to the Capitol. Yeah. Uh, he's, um, and he's from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. He's behind in the polls to his mm. Democratic challenger, which that would be that would be a that would be a, a seat flip, flip yeah. along with the Toomey seat, with the, which is open being flipped. Yeah. So not only does it look like the Democrats can hold the Senate, they can actually gain seats in the Senate, wow. and not have to rely on Kamala Harris's uh, fifty plus one vote in having to constantly or having to constantly kowtow to that dude from West Virginia who mm-hmm. likes to get his name in the papers. 
Okay. I'm talking about, um, you know who I'm talking about. No. The guy from West Virginia? Yeah. Oh. Who is it? You told me about it previously. Joe Manchin. You never heard of Joe Manchin before? Wait, is he the dude who was like naked on the bed? No, he got ostracized. <laughs> who are you talking about? Naked on the bed? Yeah, it was like humping his friend's face or something. Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> no, that's, that was that um, dude from, that was that congressman from North Carolina. Who are you talking about? Joe Manchin, yeah. he's a long-term senator, uh-huh. Democratic senator from very Republican West Virginia. He always, oh. He's been a thorn in the Democrat side because he anytime Biden has tried to get anything passed, he's like, no, I'm not voting for that. And uh, then oh, this sounds familiar. He always is yes. holding up legislation. Okay, yeah. Oh, yes, okay. That sounds familiar now. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, it's good. You know, we can we can argue on whether or not the Democrats holding power or not is good or bad, right? But what I think is clearly good is what Mitch McConnell said is these this quality of candidates not winning and backed by Trump, which says something about his people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye.